Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? No way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable, so thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hello, hello, good morning to you. If you are listening bright and early, like when I am recording this episode today, uh, we have come back from a vacation in Tennessee, an awesome wedding in the Bahamas. We are now back at home and I thought today is the day. The sun is shining so brightly. In fact, whenever I opened up my blinds so that I could get some natural light to record this episode, I was like, uh, I feel like I need some sunglasses because it is bright and shiny this morning. So whenever you are listening to this podcast episode, thank you for making that choice to be here with me. I always say in the beginning of all of these episodes, that I know your time is valuable and it means so much that you are choosing to listen to this podcast. So let's get to it. I am talking about one of the fun things that I worked on this summer at my parents' house, and that is a sunroom makeover. Now, I cannot take full credit for all of the fun things that I'm going to talk about because they actually did a lot of this work to their sunroom years ago. Uh, so I really want to talk about not just things that I did because I did minimal things with it this time, but I want to talk about some of the fun things that they've done in that space in the past as well. Kudos, cheers to my parents. I'm holding up a cup of coffee. On that note, Maybe I'm going to take a little sip real quick because I feel like I need some of that caffeine to start doing its job, pumping through my veins. I am not a morning person, although I was a teacher for many years. 
sometimes in the mornings, it's a little bit tougher to get out of bed. Thankfully, my son is doing this awesome reading program that gets us up bright and early so I can go take him. And that just makes me feel more productive, but I'm not going to lie. I can't do it without the help of a cup of coffee. So let me take a little sip here. Cheers to you. Ah, that's good. When the caffeine hits, it's good. Uh, and also a cheers to my parents for doing some really fun stuff in their sunroom many years ago. So let me tell you that if you don't have a sunroom, but you're listening to this episode, because maybe you just listen whenever the mom's organization motivation podcast has a new episode. So if that is the case, thank you so much. Um, but also if you don't have a sunroom and you're listening, just know you can actually apply this to any special room that you have in your house. So what I want you to know about a sunroom in particular is that this is the perfect spot for your personality and your style to really shine and push the boundaries in this room. And I'm going to give you a couple of examples that actually my parents came up with that was really coming from a place of my mom and my brothers teaching swim school in their backyard. So my mom, we lovingly call her sassy. Hi mom. I know you're listening. So she named with the help of her friend, uh, named her swim school, sassy summer swim school many years ago, because a lot of us call my mom sassy. If you know her, you know why we call her that. So she also had my brothers as they got older help in different ways with their swim school. And it was really fun because a lot of friends that I went to elementary school with middle school, high school, even a couple of college friends, they live in the neighborhood where I grew up and they had kids that started going back and my mom and my brothers would actually teach them swim lessons. And so this sunroom was a room that a lot of my old friends actually would sit in and wait before my parents had this epic, amazing pergola put in, in their backyard. Now stay tuned. I'm going to be talking about the backyard organization and styling and stuff that we did whenever I went back this summer as well. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about the, the backyard. That'll be exciting. So just know that this particular space tends to be a space that you can push the envelope, push the boundaries, have a lot of fun with, because it is truly a space where you can either go to relax. Like a lot of those parents would go in there and they would sit and they would wait and they would watch out of the big window, their kids in swim school, because it was so hot outside in Memphis, Tennessee in the summertime. I'm sure you can imagine if you've been really high humidity. So this was a great spot that people could go in and they could sit while they were waiting for their kiddos. And also just a space that my family could enjoy when they were moving from the house into the backyard and wanted to have that in-between spot, it needed to work really well and be functional, not just be a cute fun space, but be functional for lots of different things that was taking place in that space. So not only was that a space where those parents would be sitting, you'd want them to be comfortable. So they had some chairs that they could sit in there, but also you wanted it to be a fun space that got them excited for their kiddos while they were watching them outside swim. And my mom was like, you know, I want to have fun with the paint color in here. So she actually did this lovely buttery yellow that suggests the sun, you know, it's called a sunroom. And again, if you don't have a sunroom, but you have another space 
space, consider the paint color in the room and really push those boundaries. If you've got maybe a craft room, if you've got a playroom, if you've got a, a chill space or a party space, anything like that, that you're using to do a hobby or do something fun, or even just relax and make sure that your paint color is something that you really, really like, because it's going to be all over the walls and it's really going to set the tone for how you're feeling in that space. So yellow, a good yellow, you know, there are some a little bit kind of crazy yellows. This was a pretty chill, but lovely yellow that my mom and dad picked. Uh, it really looked nice with other paint colors that were in the house years ago. And it's really still stood the test of time. All these years later, my mom mentioned to me whenever we were doing some of the upstairs redo. And by the way, if you haven't seen those redo videos over on YouTube, head over to YouTube and look up mom's organization motivation over there, or you can just search page killing and you'll find it. And I talked about four or five different spaces in the upstairs that we did. And a lot of them started with this awesome color repose gray that we painted. We also did Olympic white, if I'm not mistaken, those are Sherwin William colors. And in this particular space in the sunroom, they found this great yellow color for the walls, which really brightened it up. That was a great fun space because before it was this really heavy, dark red brick. That was the same brick on the outside of the house. So the brick is nice. The brick, in fact, is also on their fireplace in their living room. But because all of the walls in the sunroom were this heavy, dark, rich red brick, it was really a dark room. It did not suggest sunroom at all. So they brilliantly decided to prime it because again, when you're thinking about painting brick, you want to make sure that you're choosing the right color paint. I should remind you to go back and listen to episode 124. A couple weeks ago, I talked about when and what to paint. And we're also going to be talking about one of the things in particular that I painted in this space in just a second that I talked about on that episode too. But if you are painting something like that and you are not a professional or really know what you're doing with paint, I highly recommend getting someone who is a professional to come out and paint those walls for you, especially if they are brick. And the reason for that is because it just absorbs that paint so much. And so I know that they put primer on that brick and then they also had to do several coats because again, it just like sucked that paint right up and absorbed it. So do be prepared. If you've got a surface that is not just a typical wall, you want to make sure that you're preparing with primer and plenty of extra coats of, in this case, a beautiful yellow paint. Now that brightened it up. And my mom decided I want to do something really fun that, because again, this is where you push the envelope, you push the boundaries. You really decide to go bold and fun and bright, show off some personality, think about what's taking place in that room. And one of the things she thought would be super cool is to do light blue paint on the ceiling so that it would suggest the sky. Because again, this is just an extension of what's going on outside, what you're about to walk into. And so these bright yellow walls really suggested sun, sunshine, which that is in abundance in Tennessee and the blue sky, the blue ceiling really reflected that. And so it was really, really cool. I think that that was fun. And whenever I got there this time, she was like, you know, we've done all the gray. Should we just paint this gray? And I said, well, no, for a couple of reasons, because I think it's really doing its job. It still was holding up. Well, there's one spot 
that years ago, my parents, I want to say there was a dartboard. There's still a dartboard in there, which is definitely something fun to have in the sunroom when it's not so sunny and maybe you want to be inside or when it's overly sunny and you need a break with some air conditioning. That's a very fun thing. We actually have a dartboard now that just is um, magnetic. So you're not throwing really sharp, heavy, heavy duty darts into the wall all around your dartboard. So that's kind of nice to have when you've got little kids too, who want to participate. So if you have magnets or if you have those uh, really sharp, almost like nails, just make sure that you've got a dartboard that's large enough that goes around the outside of your space, or perhaps put up like a cork board or something on the background. So you're not ruining your walls. Now, the great news is you couldn't ruin those walls because we had brick, right? So that was a pretty safe space. But one of the things they did is years before when they hung a dartboard, they ended up taking it down and there was leftover exposed brick from where they had drilled that into the wall with an anchor. And so that's definitely one of the things that needs to be touched up. So that's just a quick and easy grab that yellow paint that they had left over, touch that up, make sure that that random blue anchor comes out of the brick so it doesn't look so bad. Uh, but definitely something to consider. Also, by the way, if you are hanging things, make sure if you do not have a stud, having some anchors so that that hangs properly so you don't get anything falling off the walls whenever you're least expecting it, especially dartboard. We don't want that to happen. So again, we're talking about brightening things up with color. We're talking about adding in things into your space that can make it fun, like an activity. So is there something else that you can hang up on the walls? Uh, one of the things that I love that is hanging in the sunroom is a mirror because we have a spot, which I'm going to get to next. This is what I talked about painting a couple of weeks ago. We have a spot that we can glance in the mirror and make sure sunscreen is put in properly. We can put our hair up in ponytails. We can add a hat, all those things that we need to do to prepare ourselves for the hot, hot sun when we're about to walk outside. So that mirror is really helpful in there. So in your sunroom or in your fun room, whatever you've got, do you need a mirror? That's a great thing. I also love because our sunroom is small, which typically people's sunrooms are a little on the smaller side. These aren't really big, huge, great rooms that a mirror really opens up the space. So it looks even bigger than it normally is. Now, something that we've also added in the past, we don't have right now, simply because my parents aren't really wanting to have the upkeep of uh, plants and flowers in there, but we have had some green plants in there in the past. And I do think that that is again, a great thing to add to your sunroom because it is suggesting uh, as an extension, like I talked about of what you're going to see when you go outside, it is suggesting that this is a space that is sort of in the middle of inside and outside. So this is a great opportunity. If you have plants to uh, put inside that maybe wouldn't survive outside. Now, one of the things that I'll talk to you about next week when I talk about the backyard is how we wanted to add some color and some plants to the outside but because it gets so much strong, direct sunlight. You have to be really careful about the plants that you're choosing out there. So this is a perfect spot if you want to add in some plants for color, that boost of oxygen, um, go ahead and find something that does well inside is still going to get some sun really be prepared for where you're going to place it. If it's going to get a lot of hot direct sunlight from the outside windows, make sure that you are placing that in the proper spot and make sure that you are watering it 
according to what it says, I'll tell you that I don't have a green thumb. I love orchids for that reason, because you can just drop in a little ice cube periodically. Uh, you can do just a teeny tiny. Sometimes the kids will be drinking water at the dining room table and I'll have an orchid back behind them. And I'll just take a little cup of their water and do like a little couple drops in there and a dab will do you with orchids. You don't want to overwater those. So do just consider if you're adding those, making sure that you are doing something that is going to survive and also thrive in that space. So let's get to the thing that I talked about a couple of weeks ago, which was this three drawer organizer that my mom had originally painted bright green, like this really crazy loud chartreuse lime green color. And again, she really pushed the boundaries, made a bold choice. That was a fun thing because they were teaching swim lessons and this is both form and function. So form meaning it was a fun pop of color that she could have there. So that really brightened up the space when the kids were coming in and out, the parents were coming in and out, they would walk in and see this fun pop of color. And inside of those drawers, the function part is there were dividers and it had all the different things that the kids at the swim school would need. And also anybody who came over to swim with us. So this time, whenever I went back this summer, I looked at that and I thought, you know, it's been a lot of years since they've had those swim school kids here. It is time to take that tried and true repose gray and take away that color because we really needed it to be a little bit more neutral. This really gave the walls and the ceiling their time to shine. They still were going strong with those colors. It looked great with the additional update of, you know, just touching up rather of that space that had been exposed from the old dartboard. And also they had their huge Memphis Grizzlies fans and they had this really cool painting that they added since last time I was there. And it had yellows and blues and whites in it. And it looked so cool up on their wall, that yellow wall. It also, again, pushed the boundaries as far as what they would have. They probably wouldn't have that in their home, didn't match the decor, was definitely kind of a wild and fun, whimsical painting. It had like splatter paint all over it with a basketball player jumping up. And so that was something that was really fun and special to them because they love the Grizzlies so much. In fact, they now have a Grizzlies basketball hoop that is outside where the swimming pool is to match their new decor that I'll talk about next week. And so that was something super fun. And the green chartreuse lime green kind of crazy drawer was really just, again, taking away from that fun that they had put in and it needed an update. So I gave that a fresh coat of paint. Uh, check out a silly reel that I did at Everything With Style Mom, where I decided that before the family reunion, I was just gonna try and quickly paint this. I knew I was gonna have to paint it a couple of times. And I tried to save myself time by just not painting the back. So I did that reel. That's like, they're going to know how will they know, but they're going to know. So I did that reel and my brother totally outed me by in the middle of family reunion when everybody was outside swimming, turned it around backwards, revealing the lime green on the back, but that's okay. We all had a good laugh. And then I quickly enlisted the help of everybody to turn it back around. So the awesome repose gray that it's painted now really reflects the decor that's on the other side of the wall, other side of the sunroom. It really looks nice. It also really allowed for that space to now be leveled up, enriched a little bit, because what we chose to do is have that be the in-between spot when we had lots of people over 
for entertaining outside for a family reunion. And anytime there's entertainment happening at our house, that tends to happen throughout the year. People tend to flock to our hot tub or pool area at my parents' house. And so that is a good space that we have a big, long white table. I got several different uh, tablecloths that I wanted to make sure that we always had for that space. So that way it was for easy cleanup. If we had the disposable ones, a couple that are uh, ones that can easily be laundered right after being used. And so it elevated that space when we chose to paint it that neutral gray. And that became the space that we really would come in if we needed to cool off and we needed some air conditioning, but also the space that we would set up lots of food for those events as well. A friendly reminder that my book is now available on Kindle and paperback over on Amazon. So if you haven't gotten it yet, or you have, and you'd like to get more, head over to Amazon and search for I've Got You Girlfriend, Why Getting Organized and Living This Mom Life is Not a Solo Mission. You can also find a direct link over on my website at everythingwithstyle.com. Thanks so much for making it a bestseller and back to the show. So we ended up having this fun ladies brunch, uh, the ladies and the kiddos hung with us. My brother is engaged. And so the guys went off to play golf and we hosted a little brunch. And so I put together some very simple foods. Uh, I'll be posting a little video about that soon. And we just ended up enjoying the space so much more because it had the fresh paint. It had the fun new pop of personality with that Grizzlies painting that was done. Lots of the people that were in that space really appreciated that painting. Um, and also it just, nothing was distracting you from the food and the enjoyment of getting together with our friends and family. So do consider what it is that you want this sunroom to do for you. You want the form, you want the function because that way you'll be enjoying that space a whole lot more. Now let's talk about the elephant in the room. And that is the clutter, the clutter was overwhelming. And this is why I'm going to be talking about how we redid the backyard next week, because so much of the stuff that had been stored in the drawers for all of the swim school kids, it, we just didn't need that anymore. Right. Because we had an abundance of things and we wanted to keep enough for a lot of the little grandkids who would come back and swim in grandma and papa's pool, but we didn't want to have such an abundance that it started spilling out all over the floor, all over the table when it wasn't in use for yummy food. And that's exactly what was happening in that space. So it wasn't being used much for an enjoyable area to congregate. It was being used as a storage unit, or let's be real, a dumping ground. And the last thing that you want to do when you're walking from a beautiful home to an awesome backyard fun party area is to walk through a space that is messy and cluttered and says nothing about your personality. So again, if your space maybe isn't a sunroom, but it's another space in your home that you're using for hobbies or fun meetup area or a reading room, let's make sure that clutter is not a problem. 
So I really like to go back to my three E's on this and the essentials enhancements and extras that I often use start with that essential purge. So before we did much to this room, before I even did all the, um, the painting and all that kind of stuff, I wanted to make sure we purged a lot of this stuff. So a friendly reminder, uh, go back and listen to episode seven, the essential purge. If you are struggling with what to get rid of, what it is that you want to donate or sell, that's a great episode. But I will tell you what we did is we took all the stuff out of the drawers before I painted them. I took all the stuff that was all over the table that I've been piling up and all over the floor. I grouped them in like categories. And then you'll have to tune in next week to find out what I did with some of the leftovers. But I set some stuff up outside that was going to make a whole lot more sense and it was going to be easily accessible. And I also made sure that we placed some new dividers in those drawers to really maximize the space. My mom had done a great job years before in finding these circular containers that she could contain all of the fun little activities and things for the little kids at swim school. But the fact was those shapes were how do I say this? They weren't maximizing the space in those drawers because the drawers were long and rectangular. And these particular dividers, uh, containers that she had in there were circular. And so there was all this extra space that was just empty because it was not being fully taken up by these containers. So I went to Target. I found some great white, simple drawer organizers, containers that stood on their own or could be placed inside of something. So we put in the top two drawers, different sizes. So now we have the goggles for the grandkids, the earplugs. I have a container that has bug spray, also sunscreen. There's also a container that houses their speakers. So when they go outside, if they want to uh, connect that to Bluetooth to their phone, so they have some great music out there. So that's in there. Uh, they have like a little spray fan. If you know, it's like a water bottle and then it has a fan on the end of it. So you can spray yourself, get super hot. There are some extension cords in there. There are some floaties in there, some water guns, some footballs and different things that the kids like to play with in the pool. So those small things made a lot of sense to keep them in those drawers. Then on the very bottom drawer, I have all the multicolored kind of leftover beach towels that are a hodgepodge of different things that they've had over the years. And one of the things I said to my parents is, I think you've got so many of these in abundance and they tend to just be left out in the sunroom, thrown over the table. So let's have this bottom drawer house only your favorite multicolored beach towels and purge the rest, get rid of them. If you need some for, you know, extra scraps for perhaps washing a car, drying a car, or if you need some for scraps for cleaning or doing something else like that. Okay, fine. Let's put that in another place in this drawer. Let's just have your favorite beach towels that are multicolored in the bottom. Then they had this really fun art cart. I call it an art cart. I call everything an art cart. And I've realized I've referred to it as an art cart. Whenever I've talked about in the nursery, if you want to put like diapers and wipes and pacifiers and ointments and different things like that for your baby at the end of a, you know, a crib or a changing table. It's not an art cart. It can be used for art supplies, but it's just a rolling cart. So my parents actually had this great rolling cart that I said we should use the top four drinks. So I went to Amazon and I got this awesome 
uh, plastic BPA free container that had a spout on it. So you can do ice water, you could do tea, you could do Arnold Palmer's lemonade possibilities are endless. Uh, we did those we cut up for that brunch that we did some lemon so it looked beautiful you could obviously cut up any fruits or cucumbers to really elevate the look of that but it really wasn't a lovely statement piece that was still neutral, but that was a great thing we had at the end, just below that awesome painting. Uh, so it had the water there for the ladies with the cute cups. And then down on the bottom, I also went to Amazon and got some large bath size. This is like the oversized. So basically like a beach towel, white towels. They have this really handy little loop on the middle of them. So if you want to hang them to dry, you can easily do that outside instead of throwing the towels all over the chairs and the tables to dry, you can easily hook them and they can dry by the light of the sun. And also what I chose to do. And I told my mom and dad, look, you don't have to do this. You can maybe just do it if you're entertaining and you want things to look lovely. So if you want to just fold it, like you do your regular towels, no big deal. But if you want to elevate the look of it, take the towels, fold them in half, roll them up. So you see this a lot at spas or at gyms. This is a nice thing that you can add in for visual interest. So on the bottom of that cart, not an art cart, <laughs> a drink and towel cart this time, I rolled those up and I did sort of a pyramid the way that I stacked them. So not only did it look aesthetically pleasing, it was beautiful. It was also functional because now people had extra towels in case they didn't bring theirs and they needed one for outside. So do consider things like that. Now, one of the things too, that my parents had done in the past that I kept because it's super useful and it also looks nice is this oversized basket. And that's where they keep the grandkids toys. So this is a fun space. If the kids need to go outside while the adults are hanging in the living room and we don't want the kids to go outside without us, but if they want to go outside of that room, just into the sunroom and play in that area, they can. So they have a nice looking brown wicker basket. They easily open and it contains all of their crazy wild primary noisy toys that we don't want all over the living room. Then that has got a perfect spot in there to live and it looks nice in the room. So I did want to mention one last thing with the sunroom and that is like floors, things you might be keeping underneath the table. You know, I told you we have the table so that you can display the food, but also if people ever wanted to come in, we have folding chairs you can add, they can actually eat at that table. Many years ago, my mom actually homeschooled my brothers for a little while. And so that was an additional table that they could go and sit out to do their work. So we have some folding chairs. Uh, one of the things that I did is decided that folding chairs didn't need to be in the sunroom at all times at this particular time in their lives. And so we have those for entertaining purposes if we need to bring extras. But if we don't, I wanted to just make sure I had it over to the container store and I grabbed some long hooks that would hang these in the garage. So those are going to be mounted in the garage so they can hang up those extra chairs. And then that way, if they need them, they can easily go to the garage and grab those if they're entertaining and they need more seating. But for now, we didn't need those to live in the sunroom at all times. Uh, it sort of contributed almost to the cluttered look because they just weren't being used and it was extra furniture that we didn't need in that space. So what we did do though, is we actually hid a couple of things underneath that table that uh, housed any food or anything we needed to put on display. Like I remember doing like a gender reveal baby shower in there. And so we had some of the presents for the baby shower and things like that. 
underneath that table, again, maximizing all the space that you have there on the floor. If you've got that longer tablecloth, it can hide some little things that you might still need to store in there. So we slid that table up against the wall underneath those big picture windows. And we've got a couple extra things underneath there. If they do need to be hidden away or brought in from outside, they can just get tucked underneath there. So just make sure you're maximizing all that space in that room. Room, but keeping things out of that sight line so it doesn't look like clutter. Another thing uh, I just mentioned is the flooring. Right now, my parents' flooring is fine. It is old tile. It's a dark color. It's totally fine and standing the test of time doesn't need to be replaced. But I do want to mention that flooring, much like painting your walls, obviously, it can be a bit of an undertaking, but flooring can really change the vibe of a room. So take a look at your flooring. Also, consider high traffic areas and making sure that if people are coming in and out that you are putting in flooring that is going to withstand all of that traffic. If you have a pool outside and there are going to be wet bodies coming in and out, I ended up getting a rather grippy floor mat for the door because it's super important that everybody, kids and adults, wipe their feet really well before they step onto that tile floor so nobody slips. So that was an easy Amazon addition, a purchase that I made quickly. And guess what happened? I got the wrong size. So I still need to reorder, make sure I get the correct size. We're going to put one inside and we're going to put one outside just to make sure that everybody dries off their feet really well before they walk in. So don't forget about the importance of having a floor that's going to be serving you best in this space. Now, one more bonus thing I did want to mention in this space that I put up quite a long time ago that is still serving its purpose are little hooks. So if you need to add some command hooks or some permanent hooks in that space, those are great for, in our case, we hang out hats, we hang out baby floaties. Um, and this would be a perfect spot to hang any of those towels that I mentioned that maybe you don't want laying out all over the place, especially in those summertime, stormy rain shower days. Uh, my kids love looking forward to those big storms that come. We didn't see or hear them a lot this time. I feel like maybe it rained once or twice, but usually we stay later in the summer and those huge torrential downpours come and we love them so much. And that's whenever you're like running around really quickly outside to make sure you grab all the towels and swim gear and stuff like that and bringing them inside so that they don't get totally soaked. This is a great time for you to hang up, especially if you get, like I mentioned, one of those towels that has that extra little bonus hook on it, the little loop, you can hang it up to dry. So that's a good idea. So always just have command hooks on hand. They're super handy all the time. Uh, and the permanent ones as well, because I really don't feel like you're ever going to not need a hook. Those are just a helpful thing to have around. So do consider that as well. Oh, and by the way, before I sign off today, I need to tell you a little correction. I had made mention on that episode 124, when and what to paint, that I got to see my sweet friend when I went back to Tennessee and she showed me this really cute bedside table that she has repainted in the past for her daughter's room because I thought it was Big Mama's. It was actually the beautiful mirror that she has in her room that was Big Mama's. The side table is Mama Nora's. So I wanted to make sure that Mama Nora got credit for that. And honestly, you guys, I absolutely love going into friends and family and clients' homes and seeing some of the awesome stuff that they have taken from loved ones and breathed new life into it. So if you are looking for something 
something special to put in your sunroom, think about some old pieces that maybe were antiques in loved one's home. Maybe that would be something fun that you can add into your special sunroom or whatever room you have that would add either a pop of color or some sweet memory. So if you are hanging out in those spaces, that's kind of a fun, sentimental thing to see. And I can't say it enough. Don't forget, don't let these amazing spaces get cluttered up. This is your home. This is your fun room. So make sure that you are letting all of those pieces you are choosing to have in that space, have that form and function, or perhaps that sentimental value. So that that way, when you go in those spaces, it only brings joy and it doesn't bring any of the feelings of stress or frustration that sometimes can come from clutter. So make sure you're sticking with those three E's and always starting with an essential purge of your space. All right. Hope this was inspirational. If you have a sunroom or another fun room in your home that you're wanting to add in your personality and your style, these are some of the fun ways that you can do that. Hope you guys are having a great week and I will talk to you next time for some more organization motivation. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.